0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Jay here from Paddock and this is a look at United's likely transfers. We know we've been linked with some kid called Jason Sanchez. We know we've been linked with Kieran Trippier, with Declan Rice, with Harry Kane, with all the usual suspects, but are those the signings that Manchester United are going to make? Or do we need to start looking at alternatives? Will the club start looking at alternatives? And can we expect the sort of plan Bs to start arriving at Old Trafford this summer? Joining me for the first time, I think, on a podcast is Mr. Jordan Simpson. How are we doing, George? I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm all right, mate. The Housewives' favourite. Um, also, <laughs> as well, is Alex Johnson. I don't say the Housewives' favourite. The fans' favourite, shall we say. Yeah, good. Finally you? finished your quarantine from Gidans. Finally. God, it was not worth it. But we move on. <laughs> At least you did it. Yeah. Got it on my social media. You're one of the few people that actually did uh, bother with that. Um, not naming any names because I'm not a grass. Snitches get stitches. Um, right. We'll start with the obvious one. Jaden Sancho. I'll start with you, George. He's the one that everyone expects. That at the time of recording is, you know, almost there. But we've been almost there for at least a year. If we don't get him, there are other players that we may look at. I mean, it's it's almost sickening to feel like to think about the the prospects of not getting Jaden Sancho. But we need to sort of remember that this is Manchester United under Glazers. You know, this is the the, the, the sort. Of, these are the the owners that gave us. Odin Nigallo instead of Erling Haaland no disrespect to him but come on so if we don't get Janie Sancho there could be an alternative one alternative that's been sort of suggested is Ishmael Azar from Watford a player that you love very much
0: well you've thrown me in there <laughs> haven't you know what I mean I was expecting to start with Rafina, but all right we'll go with no, Ishmael okay, okay
1: no go on then <laughs> Rafina. I, it's me that loves Ishmael Asar. you like Rafina from Leeds tell us why you like Rafina. Just think,
0: he's explosive. He's a, he's got that Brazilian flair that I think Manchester United could do on the right hand side. Despite the fact that when we've had Brazilians in the past, they've not really lived up to expectations. If you think the likes of Anderson, despite all of his Go Premier a League titles,
1: Anderson he's Champions League winner <laughs> in his debut right, season, yeah, he, man, he scored a penalty in the final. You're right, from more leagues than Gerard still. Yeah,
0: well, yeah. Despite all of his his, uh, his UCL Aye. medals and that, he was he was all right. He did okay, you know. With Rafael, Rafael de Silva. De Silva. Right, okay, I'll give you that. The twins, One guy, the twins yeah. got love twins and the right. Rafael de Silva was class. Fabio, a right. little bit under, underwhelming. All right. but all right. He was like the Phil
1: Neville at MC1. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean?
0: <laughs>
1: you know what I'm on about. Come on. Yeah, don't, come give on. Me, don't give me that look. You know what I'm talking come about. Come
0: on. We all know what <laughs> yeah. he's on about. But Rafina, yeah, I think, despite the fact he's from Leeds, he's been mint for him since they came up. He runs all day for you. He's got that bit of flair and he can pop up with a goal or two. Now, like you said before, it's a bit sickening if we don't get someone like Jaden Sancho because he's been linked with us for two and a half years or however long it's been, he's been there for. But if we don't, which we can't really also be surprised at that, like you said before, under the Glazer ownership, the amount of times he'd been let down, even the fans forum, all the statements that came out of him, they were just chatting a, chatting a lot out of their bottoms, if I do say so myself. But <laughs> forget forgetting about that, Rafina would be a good alternative if we couldn't get it over the line for Jason Sanchez.
1: Um... Alex, what do you reckon? You're Rafina fan?
2: I am. Yeah, I am a fan of him. But it's, it's one. Of the, I know. he's just he is a good player. But it's it's going to be a negative signing because if we don't get Sancho, then it's it's not who we wanted, is it? Really? Um, I mean, he does, yeah, Jordan's saying he does. He is. He does look a top player for Leeds. He's played. He has played well. He's got. The, he has got the flair. Uh, he's quick, and uh, he's got. He's very skillful. But yeah. He's he's young as well, actually, isn't he? He's not. He's only like he's like twenty twenty three, is he? I think, like yeah, that. I think he's twenty
1: four. Is he Rufino? We'll we we'll double yeah, check that, but, but I think he's he's only a, he's only. Yeah, so it, he, he
2: looks he looks good. I, mean, I can't see Leeds wanting to sell him though. He's only he's game like last year, wasn't he? He only
0: signed him last year from I think uh Ren, Yeah, in
2: France. Um, yeah, he, he looks good, but I mean, mean, if it's not if it's not Sancho, then we're, we're laughing. We already are a laughing stock. How long it's took us to. <laughs> agree this deal if it is happening if it isn't what, what, what are we doing are we just sat there like the deal apparently we've well, got the price tag apparently we've agreed personal terms last summer so that's all in the, in, in the right move so what what are we waiting for <laughs> what daft, are we doing it? it's so daft. and if he turns up at the Euros which he will he, oh, he should turn up at the Euros and then uh, that's his price tags and going go and add another what 20 million and then go oh yeah oh, and then we're just going to get taken the piss out of aren't we
0: you know what Dortmund do you know, they sign these players for cheap. They sell them on for absolutely heaps. But I think even if we don't get a Jadon Sancho or we get a Rafinha or we end up with an Ishmael Asad, which we'll get on to later because we know Jay loves Ishmael Asad.
1: It's not I, me, listen, it's Jay, right? right. All I'm saying is, and it's not just because you got a couple of goals against the Scousers. All right, it might just be about that. But no, <laughs> it's not just because that. I mean... He's been. T- he obviously Watford got relegated. He's tore it up in the championship. I think is it thirteen goals and ten assists. I think or something like that. Uh, Thirty nine games. So he plays practically every game. He had a good season when they got relegated. He was one of their better players. He's done well in the championship. Still relatively young. When we played Watford, he didn't set the world alight against us in the cup, but he was their most sort of their, their most dangerous player. And I just think that. He's a player that you could get relatively cheap in the modern era if we don't get Jadon Sancho. I want us to get Jadon Sancho, by the way. I'm not saying I don't. Then, for me, Ishmael Assar would be an option. Um, another option that's been sort of spoken about and we, we've spoken about it on this channel uh, is Leon Bailey, obviously doing well over in the Bundesliga. Is he someone that gets you excited or do you feel like it's either Sancho or, for you, Rafina? See, I've not seen a lot of Leon
0: Bailey. Yep. I can't lie that, and say that I watch him every single game in Germany, but... He's not, he's not that type of guy who gets me excited. If we get linked to him, maybe a few years ago, we'd, we'd, I might have sat there and gone, actually, this kid's got quite a bit of promise. And I know he's still only young, but I don't think he's the one to get the old Trafford faithful off their feet. I don't think he's the one who's going to excite the fans if he comes in. Uh, maybe a, a Rafinha or a Sancho would do, but my, my outlook on it is that if we actually get a right winger this year, think about what it'll do for us. We've not had a natural right winger, for, since Antonio Valencia dropped, dropped a position back-to-right-back. I mean, poor Juan Mata's been playing out on the, on the right-hand side for a couple of seasons. He hadn't got the legs. He never had the legs six years ago. Never mind when he's 32, 33 and talks for a new contract. Now, Juan Mata's had his head on the right-hand side. Oh, you've got to love can't, him. Absolutely no no slate in a one. Servant. No, I can <laughs> slate him on the right-hand side because he can't yeah. run. But his creativity <laughs> made, up, made up for that, didn't it? But if we don't get a right-winger in this summer, period what the flip are they doing, honestly? It was um, really hard not to say something else then, you I'd know? I'd just
1: like to apologise for that language to our viewers. I will not have that type of filth <laughs> on this channel. You should be fucking ashamed of yourself. Um, <laughs> right, uh, Alex, right, we've established that he wants Rafina, I want sar, you want Sancho. Yeah. <laughs> Basically... <laughs> You've gone with the controversial option of actually getting a deal done that we uh, that we should be. Um, another area we need to improve on is in midfield. Definitely, um, without a doubt. Jordan's naming a few Brazilians that haven't quite worked out for us, and you could probably throw Fred into that mix. <laughs> I know there's some that still have faith in him, but it is waning a little bit, I think, from some of the faithful. Um, who do you think? Who do you think could come in there? Because. The main one, the sort of the, the marquee one or the one that everyone wants and expects is, is Declan Rice. Alternatives, who do you see as sort of the next sort of rung
2: down who we can get? Uh, well, we're going to have to break up the Freddie McSauce love story, aren't we? And bring... For me, I... Declan Rice obviously number one. I like uh, the lad from Brighton, Basuma. Um, yeah. yeah, He looks quality. I mean, again, you say that modern era, it's... Semi so, cheat, mean, we can get him for about 40 million. I mean, he's 24, he looks great for Brighton. He's what? So he was top of the list for aerial, dual, aerial and ground jewels. Uh, he can thread that passing, and that, that's what we need because if you look at Fred and McTominay, they're just far, far too defensive. And if you've got someone like him, and it obviously frees up Bruno, frees up Pogba, whoever's going to be playing in that advanced 10 role. Uh, and feed the ball through, so Bruno's not having to do all of it. Bruno can be more attacking, not having to come back and die and win the ball, and then play it forward. Um, I'd have... Yeah, he, look, he, look, he looks quality. He looks quality for Brighton this year. Um, well, what what's your thoughts, Jordan, on him? I think, was,
0: like? I think was all right. You know, he's, he's, had, he's got the experience of Premier League. We know he can do it for Brighton, but the step up is going to be the real question. Yeah. If the he thing, can't do it... For well, he's bre- done it in the Prem. At yeah. least we know he's done it He's yeah, done it in the... I'd rather... For me, I'd rather go for someone like a Saul from Athletico because he uh, can do it in either position. And I know the, he might... Steve Alston will be loving this. He might not. He might now. not, obviously. I, I, I'm here to please, aren't I, Steve? <laughs> but I can't guarantee that Saul will come in and beat and he'll hit the ground winning. He'll, he'll get everyone off their feet playing from the six role. But he can play in six. He can play in eight. He, there's been times where he's looked really, really good for Atletico off the back of a title-winning team. But that's, that's the real question. Would Saúl, with Bayern Munich interested as well, according oh to yeah, they're the front a couple runners, of reports, they? but uh, why would he then leave Atletico Madrid a title-winning team to then come to Manchester United and then even have to face getting into the first team against the likes of Fred and McTominay? People are like, he's not going to want to... Van de Beek. Van de Beek, <laughs> if, he can, oh, if he's going to play him in the Donny. six, I mean, I feel so sorry for Donny. I mean, I bet you do as well. I mean, where do you think he plays? Let us know in the comments where you think Donny van der Beek plays best because he's played on the left. He's played as a six. He's played as an eight. No he's one good knows warming he that seat on the bench. He sat there so, warming it, right. honestly, but going back to Saul, I think he's not going to really want to come to United and then have to fight for a place. He's going to want to come in and nail it down from the second. He's not going to dislodge Bruno. He's not going to play on the right. So it's whether he can... Sort of form a partnership in midfield, but like I say, between United and Bayern Munich, I don't know where he chooses to go. Can
1: either of those two you've mentioned, Sal, I N- I choose. Choose. Sal- <laughs> Niguez or Basuma, can they do that six on their own? I think they can, because that for me would be ideal. Yeah, that, you that's, that's, what, well, that's what we who need. who can sit in front of that defence and doesn't need a partner alongside him, May, or you can maybe have Pogba alongside him, but Pogba's not doing any of the d- dirty work. He's literally just playing from deep. That's what I want. That's yeah. what, that's, Rather what, that's, than having that's to what muck we him with be the doing. We we nonsense. We shouldn't be
2: the team that needs to have two holding midfielders when we're at home at Old Trafford. Like, what? Yeah, well, I agree. That's not why we play. Two holding midfielders. It's like we need one in there, and they shouldn't really have to do much anyway, and then literally attack. That's what we should be doing flooding forward playing the passes as we always have as we've all seen and we're there with mcfred and it's just like it's boring it's and ollie's, ollie's obviously i don't know what no, do you know it's what obs-
1: i wish it was boring it's not boring alex it's not boring <laughs> when i'm screaming at me because we're not in the ground at the minute as fred and i do like fred but come on you know he gives the ball away so many times in edge of his box that it's obvious he's not a holding midfielder and it, you know the more you play him there the more that becomes apparent and I just feel like he's an eight being forced to play as a six. Yeah. And even as an eight, he's got his flaws. Um, I know he brings a lot of energy to the team, and I understand why all the goes with him. But for me, he feels like it feels like an Andreas Pereira situation where, again, going back to the Brazilian connection, where you have a player that it's almost like all he knows he's not good enough, but he's the best he's got. Andreas Pereira, I think, played like 30 games yeah. in his last season at United, um, or the last time he was playing at United. And Fred's played like 40 odd games this season. And it's like we're playing players. That aren't at the level we need him to be. And we're not just playing him now and again, we're playing him every week. And I feel like that's, that's the case with Fred. Um, Fred is our modern day G Sun Park.
2: He's versatile. You've know, just absolutely upset. He does the job. He does the job. He
1: Manchester United just, and South Korea fan base there controversial <laughs>
0: things on the transfer podcast I might say Bloody is RG Sun in the is, sense that
1: they both play football that's is, about where the connection. G, G, if you are watching, he
2: didn't yeah. mean that. Right. He also, we he love you. We he does, love you. He does that. He does that job that Ollie obviously we, that we don't see, but Ollie sees it. He picks him in training and he, he comes in. He fills in at left back. He, he's he, uh <laughs> He's that, he just does, does your job. No, no problem. Yeah, I'll turn up. Yeah, thank you very much. I'll do that. No, no questions asked. I, I don't, asked. Where I don't, got I don't
1: know if he's he's quite a, a G Sun part. I, I feel wish, like there's a there's
0: a big Alex Johnson hole that's just been dug under the yeah. table here, and <laughs> he's just Johnson, going eh? and going and going. Alex Johnson has basically said
1: G Sun part <laughs> wasn't very good, <laughs> hey, uh, well, which is, is, is no quite a controversial opinion part. considering he's probably <laughs> one of the most liked players ever. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, it's your opinion. If you hate G Sun Park, I'm not going uh, oh, to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to get involved. <laughs> no, you know, no, not, no, 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 uh, no, neither. I know you don't though, Before <laughs> people start hammering you in the comments, um, <laughs> one alternative to both your suggestions that is almost right up the blazer street because it saves them money. Um, it's not really up my street though. Is Addy Winks who suddenly God. come come from nowhere to be linked with us? 25 million about. quid, 25 years old, played 15 Premier League games last season, probably for a reason, not because of injury. I think. I think that's because of form and. Jose not preferring him. I mean, I can tell from your face already, Jordan, you're looking like you're ready to leave the room. Um, not a fan? No.
2: <laughs> I don't need to say anything else. Right, we have said it all. No. Uh,
1: Alex and Jordan, no, yeah, pretty not. unanimous there. Uh, you know, There's only
2: one Harry we're, we're getting from Tottenham. <laughs> we and own. that's
1: Harry Winks, if we're going to get him <laughs> yeah. from Tottenham. Let's have it right. I don't know if you've heard about our owners. <laughs> <laughs> um, one player we've not spoken about, it's not a signing, but if we are going to mention midfielders of the calibre of Harry Winks then we've got a better one on our books, for me, is James Garner had a fantastic end to the season at Nottingham Forest, was compared by some of the Forest faithful to uh, Sergio Busquets. I don't know how accurate that one is. But, I mean, is there any point in buying Harry Winks if you've got, start with you, John, if you've got James Garner, or do you think Harry Winks is a step up? No,
0: he's not a step up. Thank you. But... I agree in the sense that James Garner deserves a chance yep. because we've used we've used uh, Fred we've used McTominay midfield pretty much our season. James Garner looks like he could be that natural heir if you just you don't rush him in sort yep. of like what Man City did with Phil Foden. Don't rush him in straight away. Yep. Let him have a few games get used to the physicality of the Premier League because he's only played in the under 23s and had that I think it was a season half a season at Watford last year before they went up and then half a season at Forest. Let him just ease him in and then we can we can see what he can do because He's a very creative player, considering he can play six as well. But yeah, the only yeah. thing I think he lacks is that sort of aggression that we're really that we looking for in the transfer window right now. We want that sort of destroyer in midfield. I don't think he's that, but in terms of a creative mould from the six, apart from the likes of Paul Pogba, because he can do that position, James Garner could be... Well, he, he's 100% a better option than Harry Winks in that Definitely. position. There's no point in going and spending 25 million of, a, of our... Transfer budget, which is which could or could not be limited. I don't know. We d- it depends how much the Glazers want to spend. And if you want to believe that fans him, then that's up to you. But I don't think they're gonna they're gonna go all that. It's
1: very vague as well. Like we're gonna invest in the squad. What does that mean? Do you what, know what I mean? Like right. like buying a player is investing in the squad, even though it's not their money. Do you know what I mean? It's it's not so like vague. we're going to spend two hundred million quid on transfers this summer. There's nothing like that. Which I didn't expect them to say that, but. It, it, it's almost meaningless, isn't it? Like saying, I'm gonna, we're gonna sort of put yeah. money into the not to take it off
0: topic here, but they, they, they said something like, Oh, we have been devoted to spending 100 million pounds over 10 years over on the re- reconstruction uh, of old traffic. What you think that's some sort of achievement 10 million a season? Looking after, this, what, looking well after done, the what well done, you've team, took yeah. some rust off a pipe. <laughs> Go on, here, I'll give you an applause for it. What Mate, are all the, the bollocks
1: the, 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 the door that, that was broken down. When uh, people got onto the pitch, it still needs fixing. It's got still got balsa, not balsa, it's still got um, a wooden board up there on it. The, the swimming pool apparently took weeks to fix at the training ground. And the, play, um, yeah, the players, the players weren't happy with that. Not
0: happy about the pool. Well, are they? I'm
1: not surprised. You don't want to be getting the bus <laughs> to the baths so when you want to go and have a swim, do you? When you're playing for Manchester United, oh like like it's a school trip. Come on, we'll go to uh, Earland Baths this week, kids. Oh <laughs> hang on, I thought I was playing for Manchester United Football Club. I seems to be, you know. Year 11 at Buddy Ernst Grammar School. Um, right, we'll move on from the Glazers because we'll end up in turning this podcast into something else. And don't worry, we will be getting to them in other videos. Yeah,
2: with with Harry Winks. Yes. It's it's a, a team that... So he's played 15 games in the Prem this season, yeah? He, so it's a, he's not even playing for Spurs, who finished lower than us. And he's not getting in their team. So we're buying them off a rival. Obviously, the rival don't want... Saying him is not good enough if they're happy to get rid of him. So why should... We're, Man- like, we're Manchester United, why are we buying someone off Tottenham who they don't want? It's just like...
0: It's a bold think, strategy. I don't think we... Well, Buy players right. that aren't
1: don't as good play. as the ones you've already got and that don't get into teams that are worse so than Donny
0: you. So Donny can have a mate on the bench. Hey. Do you know what I mean? So Manchester yeah. United transfer masterclass.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think Harry Winks is going to happen and if it does, no. I think we'll, you can tell from my reaction we'll all be buzzing about that one. Um, <laughs> striker-wise, you mentioned Harry Kane. We're not going to get him. I'm no. going to stick my nose out there. Not stick my neck out there. I don't think Harry Kane's coming to Old Shafford other than playing against us anytime soon. Um, if we don't get him, though, who are we going to get? Are we can get anyone? For starters, you can say no one. You don't have I, to say
2: someone, although I, that does defeat the objects of this video. <laughs> <laughs> I personally don't think we're going to invest in a striker. Right. Um, for me, personally, for me, I, just let, put Mason Greenwood up there. Mason Greenwood, everyone has said it. Why are we putting him out wide? He's got the best finishing in the club. And we putting him up. yes, we know he's both footed and he's, he's, he has done well off the wing. But bring in Jaden Sancho, bring in a right winger and put put him up top, see how he does. I for me, he's got he's scoring 20 goals a season up there. The only
0: difficulty I have with that now is because I think there's three things. First of all, it's totally dependent on if we sign a right winger, a proper right winger who yeah. plays nowhere else other than right wing because He's actually performed better off the right than he has as a number nine this year. Yeah. If you, have to, you have to take that into consideration, first of all. Second of all, it's whether he can dislodge Cavani. Because in the big games, where's, where's he going to want to play? Usually, he want to play in the massive games? Are going to play Mason Greenwood on the right-hand side, where he's been better than he has been as a number nine, yeah. and then play Cavani? Or does he want to swap it and then leave Cavani out? Which I don't think he want, will be wont to have left out if he's just signed a contract extension. He'll have had guarantees from Ole because he, he's seen... How well he's performed, even at his age, you know. I forgot what the third thing was, but I've got um, two, so I've that, got two. Yeah, well, I've on those,
1: two. on both those points, I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. um The right, right. Like, in terms of him playing as a nine, he has only had limited opportunities as a nine for Manchester United. Very limited. So I understand what you're saying, but I think that if you watched him in the academy, I know you you did. He is a nine. He is a striker. He's not a right-winger. He's just someone who's being forced to play a right-wing because he's got a very good left foot. And also, we haven't really got a right-winger out there. Secondly, with the Cavani point, it's a great point. Um, Cavani won't want to come and sit on the bench while a 19-year-old takes his place. He ain't going to want to spend what could be one of the last years of his career at the very top doing that. But he is 34. He can't play two games a week. We know, we've know we seen that already this season. So I do think there's, there's enough room there where you can bring Mason Greenwood in. And Mason Greenwood as well. Let's not forget, he probably can't play two games a week. He's only 19. Like, you can't keep throwing him in and throwing him in and throwing him in. He, there was reports that one of the reasons he's like injured as well is, I know it's different, but part of it is just exhaustion. Yes, he's got injuries, but I think there was a game, was it the Fulham game, where the reports were, he came off the, the pitch saying, I'm exhausted. Like, I'm goosed. And you remember when, I think it was Raheem Sterling a few years ago said he was tired and the press went mad at press him. The press killed him. Yeah, how it? dare yeah. this this child yeah. be tired after playing lots of football? It's ridiculous. Burn him, burn him at the state quickly. But young players are going to get knackered and you can't be overly relying on a 34-year-old or a 19-year-old. So I think they might dovetail nicely. Again, though, it's lots of ifs and buts. Um, and you personally prefer Danny
2: Ings anyway, don't you? you going to drop me throwing him on the bus He's there, right? in <laughs> with Danny Ings. <laughs> I mean, you've
1: been sat in the office for the last two hours going on about Danny Ings and now. You love him now. You, you were gutted when he went to the Scousers, and now that he's, he's available, you want us to get him.
2: Yeah, I mean, if we signed Danny Ings, he, he'd be <laughs> all right off the bench. But... In between
1: slagging off G Sun you've been praising <laughs> Danny Ings. <laughs>
2: That's what I have ne- never, ever said to Danny <laughs> Ings. Um, yeah, I mean, he's how old is he? Tw- he's, going he's going to be 29. 29 by
1: the time the season starts, it's yeah, just, which is what we care about,
2: isn't it? It's just another. I know, though, don't get me wrong, Gavani has been a. We all, We all probably doubted there'd be a poor signing, paper over the cracks, but he's been a fantastic signing. It's just another signing, though. He's not going to be here for much longer, is he? He's coming to the end of his career. It'd be, for me, and he's played for the Scousers, and his injury know. record yeah. if you're looking at it as a genuine serious thing dis- dislodging
0: the fact that he plays for the Scouts and we're
2: never going to get anywhere near City like, with them like that not with
0: Danny Hings up top I don't think Bec- he's been okay for Southampton don't get me wrong he's, he looks like he's revitalised his career there but his injury record is not, it's not good enough it's not reliable enough to spend I mean, the amount of money to come in and score the many goals we want him to
1: he had, he had a massive purple patch last season. The season before last, I should say. 22 Premier League goals, I think it was. Um, he's had, I think, 12 Premier League goals last season. So he's still scoring goals, just not quite at the levels. And Southampton are a very weird team, aren't they? Yeah. Well, they're they're going like, to win the league at this time. Yeah, it? like one minute they're going to win the league, next minute they Lose lost six nil. on the trot, nine including the nil nil 9-0 nil defeat. Nil. Um, so it's a bit of a strange one. Danny, Wing, Danny Wings. Danny Wings. Danny Wings. Danny Wings, <laughs> Danny Wings. <laughs> Danny Wings yeah. <laughs> he was better than Danny Ings. You just don't know about him yet. He's an <laughs> up and coming youngster. Um, but Danny Ings, it would probably be one of the most underwhelming signings we've made in recent memory. I'm not gonna be like even Cavani, even though I didn't want him at the time as my preferred choice. When he came, I thought, all right, one of the most prolific strikers yeah. in the last ten years. I get it. Even Odin A'gallo sort of won us over, didn't he, with his Instagrams. <laughs> his that United was that Jones. was my next
0: point. Would you put him in the same bracket as a despite the fact that gallo is a lifelong Man United fan? Which look, he looked like a ch- like a happy child no, in the kit. Didn't he? It, it? it felt it like it was like it.
1: kicking a puppy when it criticizing <laughs> Odin Agarlo. You just couldn't do it because he's like, look at how he's like chest out in his interviews, you know what I mean? Like, really proud to play for Manchester United and all his Instagrams and you're like, oh, do you know what? I can't slag him off, actually. And then he scored some good goals and uh, obviously played well in the derby. But he wasn't the level we needed. Certainly not long-term. He was only there for about six months, one not yeah. um, In terms of actually playing. Danny Ings does feel a little bit like that. I know he's younger than Nodi Nogalo. I know he's got a better Premier League pedigree. Um, but... It wouldn't be the signing that I think is going to, like you were saying, Jordan, move us any closer to Manchester City. And you made the point as well, um, Alex, that, you know, do do you catch your rivals by buying players not as good as they've got? No. Is that how you, you know, yes, we need strength in depth. And you could argue, okay, you've now got a third option or fourth option. You count in Andy Marshall as well. So you can rotate a lot, but you need those options to be top draw. Edinson Cavani's top draw, Mason Green's top draw, Andy Marshall on his day, you know, man of the match against City, they had to add for a reason. In a season, are you struggling? Danny Ings, I don't know. No. I just That's a very, very underwhelming one. Uh, finally, we'll move on to... We'll wrap this up. Andre um, Silva,
2: though. You, oh, sorry. Go on. Oh, Talk Andre about S- him, S- then. S- he's Silver. your mate. Right, go on. My mate. My mate, Andre. Uh, he's, yeah, 28, 28 goals this year in Bundesliga. Record for Frankfurt. 25. Uh, he, looks, he looks a good proposition for me. He... He's only 25, he's got plenty, plenty, 10 years ahead of him. We're not going to get anyone like Haaland or Kane. £40 million, I think, is his valuation. I mean, it looks, looks a good deal to me he, I... that he wants, he, wants to, if he wants to move to the Prem. I mean, we've just got to hope he, he can show up in the Prem, but I think that would be a top proposition, bring someone like him in.
0: I agree. I think with Andre Silva, he's had a cracking season this year, don't get me wrong, but he didn't do it at Sevilla. I think under Unai Emery during that point where he, he won three Europa leagues, right? He didn't do it at Milan, at AC Milan, should I say? So he's come to the Bundesliga. He's, he's, he might have found his level this season. Can he make the step up? And that's that's a massive question. If in regards to whether Andre Silva would be a reliable signing as well, is he is he going to want to come in and play second fiddle to Edison Cavani after the season he's had, and then have to settle for a? cup competition sort of rotation if Mason Greenwood then wants to play number nine if we get a right winger in I think the whole conversation about our transfers is going to look at if we get that right winger in because it it, it's, it determines the, the striker spot it determines Mason Greenwood's uh, close future no about where he's going to play but Andre Silva I'd welcome him but yep. it'd just be depending on whether he wants to come in and play second fiddle for me
1: Yeah I mean the, the difference with someone like Andre Silva is like you're saying you'd expect he'd come in and want to be or expect to be a first-choice player. Danny Ings are probably coming, knowing he isn't going to be that guy. Um, is he? Is, is Silva going to come in and, and wait around on the bench? And also, it doesn't dovetail with Mason Greenwood. If in three years' time Mason Greenwood's at the level we, we think he'd be in three years' time, he will be United's number nine week in week out. And where does that leave Andre Silva? He, does he move on by then, or is he? You know, when he's hitting his peak, is he sat on the bench for Manchester United? It'd probably be the better signing, but it's one that I don't know if that halts
2: Mason's progress.
1: And also, yeah, are the board going to really, or is is that going to be a priority for Oli? No. I'm not so sure. Um, We'll have to wait and see. We're going to wrap this up now. We'll we'll just finish with right-backs because Kieran Trippier looks, at the time of recording, I'll say this because things change so quickly. um, It looks like he's, I mean, last we heard he was... Redecorating houses in North West this summer. He was practically moved his family here. But if we don't get Kieran Trippier, if he does decide he doesn't want to come off, for whatever reason that falls through, is there another right back alternative? Because we seem to be thinking that we do need to give Oli another option other than Aaron Wambasaka.
0: Well, Max Aarons is a name that's, that's thrown in a lot, isn't it, from Norwich. Exciting young full back. He's got bags of potential. The only problem I have with him is, which is going to sound backhanded with you, I'm going to mention after, but he's not got that guaranteed attacking prowess in the final third that Kieran Trippier offers because you know he's done it for years he's just come back off again like Saul another uh, title winning team in Atletico Madrid yeah his family are reported United fans he's from better is he going to want to come in and play second fiddle again going into the latter stages of his career but well like I said before my argument's going to sound backhanded because I'd promote Ethan Laird Fanta- he's had a fantastic season at MK Dons playing under former Norwich Come manager on. Russell Martin. Might <laughs> Mart I add? A little <laughs> bit of knowledge for all you lot there. But um, he's been brilliant on the right-hand side. He's been playing in right wing at times, playing at right mid, right wing back. He's played everywhere on the right-hand side. Yes, his injury record, again, it's a bit dodgy. And he has it poses the same difficulty as is he fully kitted to give the attacking prowess that a Kieran Trippier could do on that right-hand side. But I think... The problem with uh, the problem with Aaron get your words out if I can get my words yeah. out, because I know I love to say that. Apparently, I'm copying Jay, but I don't know
1: what you mean. I never say that. I speak perfectly, perfectly every English. time, so I've never had to say if I get my words out. Go on. <laughs> I just think that <laughs> I just think <laughs> that
0: Aaron Wembasaka hasn't had the challenge that Luke Shaw's had, knowing that he might have been bricking himself, and Alex Tellers came in, you know. It's a semi similar signing,
2: Trippier, to tell us though, isn't it? There's yeah. another
0: set-piece option as well. Exactly, yeah. And that's why I think if Trippier came in, it would do nothing but good for Aaron Wambasaka. He'd have that first final... The first initial challenge in his Manchester United career where there's someone genuinely behind me here who's, like, keeping me on my toes. If I screw up or if I let a man go up at the far post or something, I'm out, I'm out for the next game. So I think that attacking sort of challenge for him... Despite it being a fullback, could be really good for Wambasaka. It's just who comes
2: in to challenge him. And hopefully he can teach Wambasaka how to get past the halfway line and how to attack. That's
1: oh, I'll tell you what, I is he on your list? Controversial I'll tell you man. what, <laughs> add Wambasaka to your list with G Sun Parker players that you hate for no reason. <laughs> Love <Blood> Parker. Um, <laughs> I'm only joking before you all start criticising Um Given the choice, Alex. Would you rather see Max Ahrens come in? Would you rather see Ethan Laird be given her a chance, or do you think it should be Kieran Trippier or Bust? Kieran
2: Trippier or Bust? Go for him. Ethan, Ethan or Ethan Laird? Yeah, yeah I'm happy. I, I don't think right back's a necessity. For so us. you wouldn't go for Max Ahrens then? No, because I'm basically, not. Basically,
1: would you? Would you then in that scenario, if we don't get Kieran Trippier, would you keep Ethan Laird at the club? Would you let him go out on loan again? As um, as George rightly said. Ethan Laird's had a fantastic season at MK Dons the problem with Ethan Laird for me has never been his ability he's a fantastic footballer the problem is he's had these injuries he's had these injuries at a young age if you get an injury when you're 24, 25 it's different you get an injury when you're 16, 17 there's a genuine concern as to whether you're going to be able to make it as a professional footballer now what impressed me at MK Dons wasn't just his performances it was the consistency of the fact he was playing week in, week out because I've always I've always loved Ethan Laird he's a great player to watch we've seen a couple of times Um, and there was that thing, you know, him and Brandon Williams used to be amazing together, didn't they? Swapping sides and yeah. all that sort of jazz. Brandon got his chance in the first team, stepped up. Ethan Laird got out alone, has done well. Do you, do you think that we
2: keep him at the club,
1: or do you think that maybe there's a third or fourth option, what we call it? Brandon Williams is, is at the backup right back because he can play oh, yeah, that's right foot.
2: I was going to say, either one of the two. I'd, I'd like nicely Ethan Laird get a loan spell in the Premier League somewhere. Like, Brentford or something come, come up nice attacking team see how he does uh, or say, for me it's either Williams or Laird goes out on loan and then one, and then the other one stays back up and see how they get on and if Laird can, if Laird can show up and show his attacking flair on that right and, uh, in Premier League level then that's real competition for Wan-Bissaka for me um, I'd, I'd, I'd
0: say if we get a right back in I'd let Brandon Williams go on loan because I know Southampton are, they're very interested yeah. in him aren't they Back up to Ryan Burchard if he goes or not. They've been looking at him for ages. But I think if Brandon Williams gets a full sort of thirty game season in him under his belt in the Premier League consistently, not not wondering whether he's going to get in at left back or right back, he gets a full season in his preferred position. I think he comes back and then it's you've got a three way tie at left back, which isn't a bad it's not a bad thing to have having options, you know what I mean? But I'd I'd let I'd let Brandon Williams go out alone, definitely.
2: Yeah. Well it's 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 uh it's one of them. Brandon Williams' been in in and around the squad all year. He's loves he's loving it. He's not complaining in anything. Laird's obviously been out on loan, he's been injured. It'd be nice for Brandon to go out on loan maybe, and get Laird around the squad and get get used to the squad and then and, and train with the squad and see how he gets on.
1: See how he gets on, I like it. So there we've covered that. We've established that Alex doesn't like G Sun It was a bit harsh, that's amazing. you know what I mean? United legend, but each their own. Um, where where can people find you, Jordan? Where can people find you, JD Simpson ninety eight on Twitter as always.
2: Alex, where can people find you, mate? Uh, Alex Johnson thirty six on oh one oh, on Twitter. One. Oh, one
1: Make sure make sure you're checking these guys out on Twitter. They are going to be on more videos. It's always good to chat to the younger generation. Um, you know where to find me as well we will have more videos coming up we've got the Euros we're going to be doing stuff around the Euros we're going to keep you covered over transfers as well so you can have the likes of Howson, McCola, Joe, myself Baggers, everyone these guys as well doing the transfers live so make sure you are subscribing to the channel don't forget as well to give us a like and a share I've been Jay Motty that's been Jordan Simpson that's been Alex Johnson this has been United's Likely Transfers thanks for watching